Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gratitude Incarnate podcast. I'm your host, and today we have a special guest host. I will let her introduce herself in a moment. We are recording from her dream house today. That's right. This is evidence it is possible for you to. Anything you dream of in life, you can have. Today, we are here to talk to you about the importance of saying a prayer or giving thanks before we eat. Why is this important? Well, I'll tell you a few reasons. One is that we are embodying gratitude when we give thanks for our food. Another reason is that when we take time to give thanks or ask for blessings for our food, we are living intentionally. And another important reason is this allows us to declare an attitude of gratitude at the dinner table that strengthens our connections with our family and our friends. So now I would like to introduce you to our special guest host. So tell us who you are. Hey everybody, my name is Tish Van Hoot, um, and I am a wife, mom, and nurse. Okay, and can you tell everybody briefly how we met? Uh-huh, so after um, searching on Facebook and getting lots of recommendations, um, I reached out for Amanda to start cleaning my home. So. That was our first interaction when she showed up to help me out once I started working full-time again, needed some some help around the house, and she has been a huge blessing to come and help me maintain my home. Yeah, if you guys remember, I told you before, I do have another job where I clean houses, and this is how we met. So, do you have any gratitude practices in your life right now? I do. So, um... Actually, my family as a whole, we try to make it a priority to have dinner either around the dinner table together or, um, you know, go out to dinner places. And it's just always been a practice of ours to make sure that we say the blessing um, before we eat and give thanks for the things that are given to us. Um, and also, I make sure that we say prayers as a family before we go to bed at night where we incorporate, you know, being thankful and, and having gratitude for the safety in our day and um, the blessings that we've experienced in life during that time as well. Yeah, it's so important to share this with your family. It's one thing to embody gratitude ourselves, but when we share this together as a family, it really strengthens our bonds. Um, if you could improve on your practice, what would that look like? Um, well, it's actually interesting that you asked that question because we just um, were talking about this at church yesterday. It was um, basically what our whole sermon was about was just um, prayer and what it means for um, Christians, people that claim to be Christians, um, to pray because a lot of times, um, you know, we just go to God when we need things and we should be also um, giving gratitude at all times and, and not just making that call when there's something that we want. Um, and so a lot of that sermon was talking about fasting and praying during those times and um, just really focusing on, you know, your need for God. And, and that really convicted me that, you know, maybe I should be not doing it as much in like a ritualistic way of before meals and at night, but also taking time out to focus on giving gratitude and thanks and also um, focusing on prayer for the things that I do want God, guidance on from God. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that you brought up fasting, especially when we're talking about this topic, because it's important that we have gratitude when we don't have the things necessarily that we want. Like when we're not eating, it's still important to give thanks for that. And it helps us appreciate those meals so much more. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So do you remember when actively practicing gratitude became so important to you? Yeah, so I've grown up in church and I've always, you know, had my parents and grandparents um, constantly leading me to prayer and to say that, um, you know, if there's something that, you know, you need to get off your mind or, you know, that you want guidance on, um, go to God about it. But I think I especially, um, you know, became more about the gratitude aspect of it, Um when I went through a major life event after having my daughter. Um, I was in, I was 25 years old, was in heart failure and coded during my C-section and ended up in the ICU and was looking at a heart transplant. And um, it, it was a miracle that, you know, everything recovered. Um, I was originally given five years or less to live and um, have, far exceeded that. So I, I play around saying I'm a ghost because I've outlived <laughs> what I was supposed to. Um, but during that time, it made me realize that there are times in life where you cannot depend on any human person to get you through these things. You know, I had all the doctors with all the knowledge and um, everything available to them, but they were like, there's, there's nothing we can do. You're either going to get better or you're going to get worse and need a heart transplant, or you may not make it to a heart transplant. And so that, that period of time started off with a lot of prayer and asking God, please let me stay here for my children. Mm -hmm. And, um, then after, you know, things started turning around for me, it became a total, um, point of gratitude in my life just to say like thank you once you realize how fragile life mm -hmm. is you're thankful for every single day every single moment and breath and so from then on you know just the little things seeing my baby's first steps or um first day of kindergarten to um you know high school graduations you just become so grateful and want to say like thank you so much for letting me be here and be a part of that. Yeah, it's really a beautiful realization. You know, sometimes we have a tendency to focus on what we're lacking and where we struggle in life, but that is where we learn the valuable lesson of embodying gratitude, you know? So that really is a beautiful reflection on that time, you know, to think about the things that you could have potentially missed out on, but you didn't, you know, and you got to experience those things. And that is really something to be grateful for. Right. So, um, I love asking these next questions on the podcast because I love to see all the different answers that we get. So tell me a person that you are grateful for and why you're grateful for them. Um, I would probably just say my family as a whole, each person, um, brings different things to the table. Um, I had my grandmother who, um, you know, I had a great connection with and we were a lot alike in personality and she had just gone through cancer when I was going through all of my heart failure stuff. So having her to relate to um, with the medical aspect of all of it and pointing me towards like, don't fear these things and pray about it. Um, that was great. And then I have my mom who's devoted her entire life to being 
um, a wonderful mom and wife to our family. So she's been a great role model um, to me as well. And then, you know, my dad showed me the hardworking aspects of life and providing for your family and just um, all of them together. You know, I've got a brother. I see a lot of people. My husband is an only child. So seeing, having gratitude for that as much as I wanted to strangle him when yeah. we were growing <laughs> up, like knowing that you have those people you can depend on um, and run to when, when you have your time of times of need and when you're low, they can lift you up. And when they're low, you can be there for them. So we're, we're all very a close knit family and, and incredibly thankful for each other. Yes. And I've met some of your family and they're very, very kind and respectful to me. And I cannot express how much I appreciate that. Yeah. So tell me a place that you're grateful for. Um, well, we kind of touched on it before we started, but, um, I'm so glad that you're going to say yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, but our home, you know, um, when my husband and I met, I was a single mom with two kids. And, um, so this is actually our first home together and, um, or that we, we purchased together once we got married, he had moved in with me. And so we just always had this little vision of we wanted to have a little bit of land and he's a big outdoorsman. So he wanted a place where he could have, you know, his boats and mess around in the yard and maybe plant a garden. And so, um, it was something that we envisioned, you know, for a long time and, then just decided to bite the bullet in the middle of the pandemic. Um, probably the worst time on the planet to do it. But, you know, I was staying home with the kids homeschooling. And I was like, you know, I got the time. Let's let's go ahead and do this. And everything worked out to where we were able to um, to build everything the, the exact way that we wanted it. That fit all the needs of our family. And um, so it's just our little, you know, I hate to use the word safe place because that's so... Um, cliche, but it's it's where we're happy and um, well, we can call it a sacred place. I think that that's really appropriate for our homes. You know, this is our sacred place. This is where we get to get away from the outside world. And you guys have done an amazing job Thank making you. your dream come to life. And I'm glad to get to share a little <laughs> bit of that with you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, so tell me a thing. Um, you know, a lot of times people try to steer away from material things once they grow in their gratitude practice but I like to come back to that because we have all these things and we should be grateful for them <laughs> right right um yeah so I mean a th I don't know if it would necessarily be a thing a thing but um just my salvation is the thing that matters most to me because like you're talking about the material things we do have those but all of those are to me not permanent things um I believe all of all of what we have here is temporary. And so, um, you know, the people we were talking about, my grandmother that I was so extremely close to, um, she has since passed away. And so just knowing that um, because Jesus died on the cross for me, I have eternity to spend with him and with her and we'll see her again. And um, I don't think there's anything that I could be more thankful for <laughs> yeah. in my life. <laughs> That's very beautiful. So do you have any tips for gratitude or praying before meals? Um, before meals, especially if you have kids, um, we've always just been a big um, advocate for letting the kids say the things we're thankful for. And I have two little nephews that are a lot younger than my kids now. And 
Um, so watching them get into that has been amazing. You know, we just, if they're thankful that day because they saw the grass is starting to get green again because summer's coming around or they got um, a new duck named Puddles. It may be, <laughs> so it, adorable. Yeah, it may be the smallest things, but um, I would just say, you know, kind of being on both sides of it where I've watched my kids um, progress and their level of gratitude but I'm reminded by my nephews that it starts small. So yeah. I would just say, like, if you're not in the habit, even as an adult, if you're not in the habit of expressing gratitude, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, whatever you're, whatever comes to mind that you're thankful for that day, even if it's just the breath in your lungs or being able to pay your light bill that month, just express that gratitude. Um because I feel like that puts more joy into your life instead of focusing on the negative. Um, and yeah. then, and then your, your habits will build from there. Yeah. So just incorporate your kids and really guys, this is the best way that we can ever teach our kids is just by leading by example. Like if you want your kids to practice gratitude at the table, sit down and practice gratitude at the table. And I promise you they will follow shortly after. Right. Um, so, this is normally the part where I ask the guests to tell us where we can find them in the community. Uh, Tish lives a more private life that isn't in, you know, centered in the community. Um, do you have anything you want to share? Sure, I'll share. Um, going back to what I was talking about with the sermon at church yesterday, um, I do attend Radius Church and um, they're actually starting a sermon called Pray May or a series called Pray May. Um, so I totally recommend for everyone to check that out. And um, and where is that located? Um, there are six different campuses. So, okay. um, so all can, over the place. Yeah, no all excuse. over the place. Yeah, so you can, <laughs> you can find um, whatever campus is closest to you. I think they actually have things featured online. Um, I forget all the details of the times and dates offhand, but um, I know that they're you know, going to be different things online you can look into um, where they're going into um, the Lord's Prayer and kind of digging into that to teach people how to pray. Um, and a huge component of that would be gratitude. So if you're looking for somewhere to start on how to be grateful and how to express that, I think that would be a great direction to go or show up on a Sunday morning and we're always there praying and giving thanks. And, um, and what time is that? Um, so I go to the one in Centerville, which is Gilbert. And I believe that one is 9 o'clock and 1045. Don't quote me on that. I go <laughs> to the 1045 service, but there is one before that. So all the okay. campuses are a little different. Um, but definitely check it out on Facebook or Google it and um, that's been a huge blessing to our family as well, just because there's, there's something for every member of the family. They are kids all the way, you know, to teens, adults, women's ministry, men's ministry. Um, and they're, they're very heavily focused on prayer and gratitude. So, yes. And I am very grateful for this church. Um, I remember when it got really cold outside, they were actually offering a place in my community for anyone that needed a place to stay for the night to get out of the cold. 
And that is really a blessing, and I am really grateful for that. So go and check them out. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to sneak this one on you. So Tish didn't know that I was going to ask her that. I, this I didn't know I was going to ask her this until we started recording. But I would love it if you could give an example of what your prayer before a meal sounds like. If you don't mind just leading the listeners in that so they'll have an example. So they kind of, if they've never done it before, they'll know kind of what it sounds like for you. And I think it would really help them out. Yeah. Yeah. So we tend to alternate um, between each family member, you know, every night when we sit down, it's, you know, hey, will you lead us in prayer tonight um, or in the blessing tonight? Um, so usually, you know, I would say, dear God, um, thank you for a beautiful day. Thank you for bringing us all safely home tonight. Um, we thank you for the food before us, um, and all the blessings you've given us. Um, we appreciate, um, being able to have the time together as a family. And we pray that you'll bless this food to the nourishment of our bodies and help us to be more like you. So just, you know, the simple things for a blessing, the, the food, the day, um, and, and to be there to lead us. And to nourish our bodies. And to nourish our bodies. It's so intentional and so powerful. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will talk to you tomorrow.